You're listening to the podcast of ASN Kidney News, the news magazine of the nephrology community. ASN Kidney News is a publication of the American Society of Nephrology, the world's largest professional society dedicated to leading the fight against kidney disease. At ASN's annual meeting, more than 13,000 participants gather to learn about the latest advances in kidney care, research, and education. In this podcast, ASN Executive Director Todd Ibrahim interviews ASN President Thomas M. Kaufman, M.D., about this year's meeting, taking place October 27th to November 1st, 2009, in San Diego, California. I'm Todd Ibrahim, Executive Director of the American Society of Nephrology. Today I'm joined by Dr. Thomas Kaufman of the Duke University School of Medicine. During today's podcast, Dr. Kaufman and I will discuss Renal Week 2009. The world's largest meeting focused on kidney disease will take place October 27th to November 1st in San Diego, California. Dr. Kaufman, thank you for participating in today's discussion. Thanks, Todd. I'm glad to be here. So in your role as ASN president, you have a key responsibility to help plan Renal Week. From the perspective of a researcher, what are some of the sessions that you're most excited about? Maintaining the tradition of Renal Weeks going forward is that the program committee in the society providing resources to to really support bringing in the best scientists from around the world in a number of different areas that we think would impact or or be relevant to researchers, both basic science and clinical researchers that are working in the area of kidney disease. And and there's a broad range of those things. I'm really excited about the number of outstanding people who've agreed to come to speak and present their cutting-edge science during renal week from a number of fields. And and really, the, the best scientists from around the world will be here. And our hope is that our members who can use these ideas from a number of different disciplines, and, and we really try and get a significant proportion of our speakers who work outside of the kidney but are working in areas or with techniques that would be relevant to our own researchers. And just as some specific examples, one of the programs we're excited about is the Advances in Research Conference, which will take place before the main Renal Week program starts, and, and this is on uh, epigenetics, which is a burgeoning field that has only just begun to be tapped into in the area of renal research. And based on this sort of advanced registration, this is clearly going to be a part of the meeting that, that's going to be quite popular with members. Uh, in addition to that, through the course of the, of, of the meeting itself, there are sessions on genomics, systems biology, podocyte biology. Uh, in fact, we have a session where people that work in uh, fruit fly and other lower organisms and apply those sort of approaches to the biology of the podocyte, which I think is going to be quite interesting. Um, so I think no matter what area you're working in, you're going to find many things that are going to be relevant to, to your field. And as usual, it's going, to have to, it's going to be hard to choose which one you're going to go to. But I'm really proud of, of the program that the program committee's put together this year. What about from the perspective of a full-time clinician? What are some of the sessions that would be of most interest? Well, as usual, the uh, clinical nephrology conferences developed by our postgraduate education committee are just spectacular and also deal with the whole gamut of problems and issues that practicing nephrologists have to deal with every day from issues in patients with dialysis to hypertension, 
glomerular disease, calcium phosphorus metabolism, treatment of anemia, and where we've got the people, the leading clinicians in those areas and clinical scientists, which provide an opportunity for, for practicing nephrologists to really be informed in the uh, latest advances in all these areas and pick those right out and apply those to improving their day-to-day patient care. Uh, we have uh, we have an interesting uh, uh, session on other modes of dialysis, so nocturnal dialysis and daily dialysis and how those have been applied and, and uh, can improve patient care. We will also have a session of late-breaking clinical trials, and it looks like we're going to have a couple of really important high-profile trials that will be presented in that session during the meeting. And these are the kind of major clinical trials that provide evidence to change practice. So I think that's going to be another real highlight. In my impression from those trials that if, if the timing works and those are the results are presented during renal week, but as you said, they're, they're sort of transformative trials that are likely to get a lot of attention in the lay press as well. I think so, and, and we hope so, and, and these are in areas that have been somewhat controversial and have attracted interest of lay press in the past. And these are big trials that are well-structured and should give good evidence to help us understand how to work and, and apply these treatments to our patients. So from that standpoint, yeah, I think there'll, there'll be lots of interest, both from people working in the field and, and outside. I guess one of the other challenges for this year's meeting is the fact that for people in the United States, health reform is, is the dominant policy issue at this time, and the timing is such that if something were to happen, it's likely that, that it would happen by renal week or it would be sort of being finalized a proposal. I'm wondering how you've tried to address that possibility. Well, we, yeah, we, I mean, we've all had our eye on that ball and our policy board in particular, which is, is one of the places where the society really interfaces with trying to monitor and influence the changes in health policy, has been watching that. And I think if there are any concrete developments, uh, we have some opportunities to present and discuss those during the course of, of Renal Week. One other area I just want to mention that, that has also been a big area of discussion both inside and outside the society are issues related around conflict of interest. And, and we, we have a session, actually one of the leading experts in that field will be giving a talk as part of one of our policy talks during Renal Week, which I also think will be quite interesting and, and relevant to the current environment. So you've been attending Renal Week for several years now, and, and I guess I'm curious as to your advice either to nephrology fellows or from members of your lab. If they're attending the meeting for the first time, what kind of tactical advice would you give them to make sure that they, they maximize the experience? Don't be overwhelmed by the size of the meeting. I mean, it's a big meeting. There, we're hoping maybe there'll be up to 14,000 people there this year, and there's just an almost overwhelming number of choices in terms of sessions and programs that one could go to. So what I suggest to people who are going for the first time is, or younger folks from the lab or from our fellowship program, is to look carefully through the program, pick some sessions that look interesting, people in, in uh, that are coming from research labs, you know, find some sessions that look like they're particularly relevant to uh, what you're doing, and just go sit there and stay for the whole session. And we've got great speakers who are able to distill down their messages in, in ways that can be easily appreciated and enjoyed by people at sort of all levels of experience. Um, and also to go to the plenary sessions that, you know, we, we really take a lot of time and resources to bring in plenary speakers who are just the, really the best 
scientists around the world. This year we'll bring in uh, someone who won a Nobel Prize last year. And again, we choose these people based on their ability to, not only the fact that they do cutting-edge science, but their ability to break down their message and distill it in a way that that membership can appreciate it and and think about it and apply it to the things that they do. During those plenary sessions, we also highlight some of the superstars from our own field. And for example, the Homer Smith Award is given to a leading scientist that work in the area of kidney and kidney disease. And, And they give a presentation during the plenary sessions. Also, the Young Investigator Award which recognizes one of the best young investigators working in the field today. They will also give a presentation and a discussion of their science. Um, The other thing is to make sure that you enjoy the venue and the opportunity to network and meet people and make new friends. And this year, the meeting's in San Diego, which is a great city, a fun city to socialize. And my experience going to the meeting over over the years is people I've met there and friendships that I've made through that meeting uh, are people who have been lifelong friends and collaborators, and so also take advantage of the so- social opportunities and enjoy the city and, uh, and the environment. From, from that perspective, how has your own personal career changed as a result of attending Renal Week? Well, as a young investigator, that was the place where you wanted to try and get an opportunity to present your science, either as a you know as a free communication or a, in, in poster sessions. And some of my first presentations were at the ASN, and it was an opportunity to be able to discuss and communicate findings from my own work to leading people in the field and to get critical and, and rigorous evaluation of that work in ways that could help me going forward and help me modify my or advance my work in a way that could be informed by advice from from the best people in the field. And it's a way to meet collaborators or potential collaborators, but also for young people, it's a way for you to meet and get to know people who are going to be reviewing your papers and your grants going forward. And, And there really is some value to attaching a face to a name when people are, are reviewing manuscripts and, and reviewing your grants. So from that standpoint, it helps sort of get a foot in the door in the field. And, and then also, you know, over the years and still, when I when I go to the meetings, it's a great place to get new ideas to inform uh, your research and get ideas for applications of new technologies uh, to your work. And again, as I said, we really go to great efforts and expense to, to bring in people who are working in cutting-edge science outside of the field of nephrology, but but that we think could and should have applications to kidney-related research. So I have always tried to take advantage of, of those opportunities, and I, would, I always suggest to, to my own fellows and postdocs to, to do the same. Dr. Kaufman, thank you for participating in today's discussion. Todd, I'm delighted to do it, and I uh, hope everybody comes to Renal Week this year. ASN Kidney News is a publication of the American Society of Nephrology. The ideas and opinions expressed by participants in ASN Kidney News podcasts are their own and do not necessarily reflect the positions of the society. To lead the fight against kidney disease, ASN helps its 11,000 members provide high-quality care to patients, conduct cutting-edge research, and educate the next generation of kidney care professionals. To learn more about ASN or Kidney News, please visit the Society's website at www.asn-online.org. Thank you for listening to this podcast of the American Society of Nephrology.